0: Welcome to The Cult of Learning, the Learn Your English podcast. Today, I'm here with Mike again. Hello, everyone. Great to see you, or be with you again, I should say. That's right. Mike, today we are... Doing our fourth episode on the cult of learning podcast series for English language learners or lear- learners in general i don 't think this podcast applies only to people who are learning English and Certainly to- not yes and in today's episode we're going to continue our our saga our journey on <laughs> on setting clear learning goals and in the first part of our of our series we, we focus on the first two C's. And the first one being a conception, having a very clear conception of what you want, a goal that is clearly imagined in your mind. And we looked at confidence, which is this idea of of really believing that you can actually attain that goal. So in today's episode, we will look at the next three C's. I won't tell you exactly what those C's are yet because we have a few announcements to make. The first one, Mike, is the ebook, which is based yes. on, on our um, earlier re- episode, actually. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The Three Myths of Language Learning. Can you tell us very quickly a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so we, we, in an earlier podcast episode, we talked about the three myths of language learning. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, I, remember, I would advise you and recommend that you uh, download that episode. Uh, The first myth that we looked at was that you, this belief, Leo, that you need a a classroom to learn. You can Mm -hmm. only learn if you're actually in a physical classroom space and and what that means. Um, And of course, we debunked these myths, right, Leo? Uh, Which was the main purpose of the podcast. The second myth we debunked was um, um, this myth that uh, you you need a teacher to learn, Mm. that that you need someone to to give you the knowledge, so to speak. But that's not true, right? We, we talked a little bit about how mm-hmm. you can use life for learning opportunities, or, yes. or perhaps you can find someone who is a little bit more advanced than you to, to help guide you in this process. And the final one we looked at was this myth that, that you can only learn English from a textbook. And I think that was actually one of the ones that a lot of the uh, listeners responded to quite passionately because because you know they spend a lot of money on textbooks but really they're not actually learning the real language they want for their life so you know we we talked a little bit about these three myths and we debunked all of them in the podcast and we thought because there was such a great reception we should turn this into a little ebook so you can download this ebook for free on our website and uh, it's great reading practice and we think that you'll, yeah, you'll probably learn a lot, and you'll be able to apply what you read in that book to big news. Little drum roll here, Leo, if you can. We have the a drum new drum roll sucks. But... <laughs> no, no. So the strategies and the the techniques we talk about in the ebook, we we really want people to to embrace them and to use them. In our new school of learning which is our second big announcement Mm -hmm. so we have been working with a subscription model of um, a membership and what we thought was we really wanted to expand our students we wanted to get more people so we turned our membership into a school of learning and we have a school of learning for teachers and a school of learning for learners and For the learners, it's really, it's really, really, I sound like Donald Trump there, didn't I? (laughs) For the learners, it's actually quite inexpensive because it's only $5 to join. And once you join, you can take part in all of the lessons uh, for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So, and these are lessons that are updated weekly. And we will also have live sessions and some extra video and audio lessons to help, uh, help, our members improve in different ways. So mm-hmm. that, those are the two big two big announcements. So go onto the website, download that free ebook. And uh, at the same time, please join the uh, School of Learning for $5 for life. And uh, let's start this process together.
0: Absolutely. Um, one thing, Mike, that we should mention is that the reason why we're making this School of Learning accessible, affordable, and appropriate is because it's very much in line with our philosophy of learning, our philosophy of education, which basically means we want everyone to have an opportunity to actually learn the language. Because we know that learning a foreign language, and in this case learning English, will definitely open up a lot of doors to many people out there who don't have the funds, who don't have the money to actually play for English lessons, right?
2: That's right, Leo. And, uh, and again, we would encourage people who are listening to this podcast who are interested in developing a partnership to, to maybe fund certain groups of students to provide them with a chance to join our membership. Um, we would definitely like that because as Leo said, we want to bring English to everyone And we want to do it in a way that is is definitely affordable um, for them.
0: Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, get the ball rolling here. So um, today's episode, we will look at the next three Cs. So we're going to start, Mike, with the third C. So again, the first C, conception, having a very clear and vivid vision of what you want. Number two, a strong confidence that you can actually attain that you can actually achieve this goal and today we're going to look at the third c which is concentration but not just concentration a focused concentration concentrating mm. on what it takes to reach that goal and avoiding distractions and and wrong paths because most of the time when we start doing something we are easily distracted but before we talk about this in more detail Mike, let's talk a little bit about what it means to concentrate. That's the verb. What's, what about the noun? What can, we, what can we say about the noun concentration?
2: Yeah, so when we think of concentration, we're really talking about an ability, right? Mm. It's an ability to, to think about something very carefully for a long time. So if we think about um, the verb to concentrate, you might concentrate on a, a subject for a long time so you're you're thinking about that subject very carefully and that is concentration mm-hmm. so, so as you said distractions can can you know reduce our concentration right or they can break our concentration and basically it's this process you know concentration is this process of putting a lot of attention or energy into a particular activity. And that's how it relates to goals and setting Mm -hmm. goals.
0: I wanted to say something there, Mike, because I find that where where the energy goes, then things will flow. And I find Mm -hmm. that a lot of the times, if students don't have, if they don't put the right energy or the right attention towards a particular activity, and there's a very good chance that you're not going to be able to achieve this goal. And that's why dreaming big is not a very good idea because just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to say?
2: No, I was just going to say that that's often the biggest problem is that it's not particular, right? Mm. It's this very grand idea, this very big idea or dream mm-hmm. that, um, that is very general. Yeah. So you, you're, you're, it's harder to focus on big things,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about an analogy here, and an analogy in this mm. case being gym, because we always talk about going to the gym or, or even exercising. A good example of this is like when a person says, I want to run a 10K or a 10,000 kilometers a marathon. You can't do that because you need to learn to break down your goals by, by carefully recording this information about your goals over a period of time to see how those things actually change and develop. Almost like a, a step-by-step. A good example of this, Mike, would be like you, you can't say I want to run 10K. You should start with what do I need to do in order to run? Well, I need to first develop the habit. I need to first start running five minutes every day.
2: It could be even smaller than that, Leo, right? It could just yeah. be like, I need to find out a good technique for running. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you and I tied it about yeah. that in, in our personal lives that, that, you know, in order to run a long distance, you have to make sure that you have the, the very small basics mm-hmm. down, right?
0: I like and, this notion. Um, I like mm-hmm. that because it's you have to first systematize before you optimize. In other words, right. what we're saying is you need to have a system built in your life to enable you to actually achieve this goal. So this is why it's important to always divide and then conquer. What does that mean, Mike, when you divide, divide it? Yeah.
2: So, so basically we're trying to break it down into small steps, right? So, well, yeah, I mean, if we're going to divide and conquer a marathon, what we need to do is we need to say, okay, I'm going to run that marathon say a year from now. Mm -hmm. So what can I do that will get me ready now? So if I want to be, where do I want to be in a week from now? And then I can apply a certain technique to get there. Where do I need to be uh, three months from now? Mm -hmm. And then I can apply some techniques and strategies or a system, as you said, to be there. And then you can set these goals step by step rather than focusing on that made dream of
0: running the marathon. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's, that's the important lesson for everyone here who is trying to learn a foreign language is that you really need to learn to systematize before you optimize. And my example would be very simple, would be with Spanish. If you want to be conversational in Spanish a year from now, you have to ask yourself, what do I have to be six months from now? How about three months from now? What can I be doing today and tomorrow to actually get me to the level that I want to be? And I think one of the reasons why most people give up on their goals is because they set unattainable goals. And when they look at them, those goals look very daunting. And daunting in this case means frightening in a way that will make you less, going back to the second C, it will make you less confident. For example, climbing the Everest. Is a daunting challenge, but what do you need to do to climb the Everest? Well, I need to work on my cardio. Well, I'll start with five minutes a day and then I'll increase to 10 minutes. But in order for us to make any goal less daunting, we need to come up with manageable objectives as we divide and conquer. So, first things first, Mike, what is the first thing you have to do? And then think about what's ahead. And then you you go from there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I like what you said there, Leo. It's about these mini targets, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do five kilometers first, then I'm going to move on. Because as we said in the earlier podcast, we get confidence by actually achieving these smaller goals. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. leads to new goals and more success in the future.
0: Mm -hmm. What I was going to say just to, before we move on to the fourth C, there's a lot to be said here, but a lot of students say that they want to be fluent in English. And I think that's the problem with trying to become fluent is that this goal might be a little daunting. Or when a student says, I want to be able to, I want to read a book in English. So you want to go from never reading a book, even in your first language, to reading a book in a completely foreign language. That is A daunting challenge. So, what you should say is, you know what? I'm going to start with reading five pages a day or even a page a day, but it's the reps. You got to put in the reps. You got to do it every day consistently. And you will notice that after you do something consistently with this concentration, you will notice that you're going to have a little bit more of what we call what psychologists mention this. It's this mental focus, which I said earlier, Mike, where the focus is the energy flows. Yeah.
2: And actually that it will create more flow. And what I mean by that is by concentrating on say, reading a page, you're because it's less daunting, you're more likely to concentrate and want to keep reading. Mm -hmm. So these energy flows kind of lead to what we call a state of flow where Mm -hmm. because you're happy with reading one page you now end up reading two pages and so on and so on so yeah so this kind of concentration can actually create more energy to reach your goal absolutely
0: and and the idea here is to is to really keep setting not advanced goals but intermediate goals like something that is manageable something that is more immediate so you can actually plan it, you can act upon it, and then you can always make adjustments as you go. You don't need perfection. Remember, it's progress over perfection. Getting 1% better every day, I think it counts for a lot in the long run. If you think about it, Mike, if you read a page every day in a year, you read 365 pages. If you learn a word every day, you learn 365 words in a year. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think if you just give yourself the goal of reading that book, it might be so daunting that you don't even start. Yes. So, so you know, that's a great way to approach goals. Yes. Be so, consistent with
0: small acts. Which leads us into the next C, the fourth C, which is consistency. And I like this adjective that we use to describe consistency. It's stubborn. Stubborn ah. Consistency in pursuing your vision, in pursuing your goal. What does that mean, Mike? To have stubborn consistency, or what does it mean to be consistent?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think when I think of consistent, I think of this like you know, this behavior of always doing or being something the same way, right? Mm. So, for example, if someone has a consistent positive attitude consistently positive attitude then they they are always positive right so i think if some you know being consistent means always doing mm. right and i think consistency is that is that quality right you know it's the quality of always being the same so mm-hmm. so you know you you can have consistency now the opposite would be to be inconsistent right, right. and and we don't want to do that we want to be consistent. We want to consistently work towards our goal um, so that we achieve it over time, as you Mm -hmm. said earlier.
0: Yeah, in fact, I, I like the word consistency and I did a little bit of research. Consistency actually comes from two Greek roots, the verb meaning to stand and the particle meaning together. So if you are consistent, you are standing together. So you can even ask yourself, do my actions towards learning this language, do they stand together with my words? Do I practice what I preach? Because we talk a lot about this. Accountability is extremely important because you can lie to everyone, but at the end of the day, you cannot lie to yourself.
2: I like that idea of accountability. I like this idea of asking questions, right? Do my actions stand together with my words? That's, that's really, really, I think, uh, core or important
0: stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you think about it, Mike, it's all about combining your, your energy and your efforts. So those two things are consistent and they flow in a very single direction in a good way for people to actually be consistent. And this is how I hold myself accountable. That's a good collocation there to hold yourself accountable. One of the ways that I hold myself accountable is I I have a calendar that I stick up on my wall. And every day that I run, I put a little X on it. So what I'm doing is I'm using a tracker to keep track of my consistency of of my habit streak so i don't break the chain so it it forces me to look at it and be like wow i haven't ran i haven't run in like three days in a row i'm not being very consistent here so you can actually see i think this is important it's it's really important to to visualize your your goals in in that sense yeah absolutely and
2: um this idea of of adding a number to something right where you Mm. can physically say that I've done this four times this week, or as you said earlier, I have
0: learned this
2: many words this week. I have read Mm -hmm. this many pages this week.
0: It's very, very important. You talk a lot about this idea of quantifying your, Mm. your, your goals. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Well, yeah, that that's pretty much it, isn't it? It's, it's about measuring consistency. So, so, if you say that you're going to learn five words a week then and you say that each day then you're, that might require you to learn a word, then you you physically record how many words you have learned each mm-hmm. day, and then you can go back and you can actually see the specific number right yeah. and this works quite well with um with uh, reflection, right, so maybe you want to Learn five new words, but you realize, but you don't know if you're using them.
0: Mm. So
2: maybe you can record yourself talking about a topic and then listen to that recording and see how many of the words you've learned recently are being used in that recording. And it's just mm-hmm. a, as you said earlier, Leo, it's a physical act of checking and yeah. marking that makes a big difference psychologically.
0: I was just thinking about what you were saying and. When you because a lot of t- a lot of the time students ask me, Leo, how long does it take me to to you know to to have a new habit, to form a new habit? I don't like to think about a number. I just like to think that you just need to get your reps in. If I do it every day, I will eventually systematize this thing, this this habit. Like for example, running for me. I, I made myself a runner. I hate running, but I do it every day. Not because I don't want to, or, but because my body has become accustomed, has become used to this idea. So I don't give up easily. Even when I don't want to run, I like to use this metaphor by, um, by Bruce Lee, be like water, right? Wow. So you can, you can always flow around any obstacle or you just push it out of the way. Because you're always in this, as you said earlier, Mike, you're always in this state of flow. You're always flowing forward towards your goal. And of course, you have to adapt because circumstances will change. There will be obstacles and you have to make adjustments when necessary. When I don't run, what I do is I'm going to stretch for 15 minutes instead, you know, but you have to stay true to yourself, to the words that you have. You, to the vision that you have created, to who you are, and of course, as we said, Mike, making sure that your actions actually match your wants and your needs. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, we talk a lot about health on
2: these podcasts, but uh, <laughs> it's—I uh, mean, diet. I think is one that everyone kind of gets right. Like, yeah. you can do you can do all the ac- all the exercises you want, but if you don't change your diet, and you'll you'll never lose. Weight, or you'll never get to that physical condition you want, Mm -hmm. right? So, Mm -hmm. again, it doesn't need to be massive changes, it just needs to be consistent. And if you're saying that you're becoming healthier, but you're not changing the things that you need to, like diet, then you probably won't get to where you want to be or need Mm -hmm. to
0: be. Well, it's very much like the student who goes to class every day, but when he goes home, All he does is he speaks his first language. He reads in his first language. He does everything else in his first language. As opposed to the guy who doesn't go, or to the girl, I should say, who doesn't go to classes every day, but is reading on the subway, is listening to podcasts, is always being exposed to this rich input diet, which is extremely important if you want to to learn a language. And this is why I always tell people, Find a way to learn the language based on your interests. So it's mm. not so much your lifestyle, but it's your, I mean, not so much your learning style, because I don't believe in learning styles, but I believe that your learning has to match your lifestyle. If you're the kind of person who likes philosophy, read books in English about philosophy. As you said, Mike, if you like, if you like football, watch sports in english that way you're picking up all that language based on your your needs and your lifestyle
2: and i think that that is the reason why this the school of learning the lye L- L- school of learning mm. is so powerful it's because we we don't prescribe we don't have a pre we don't have a list of language we want to teach you we 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 have we have found some skills that can be used in any situation to help students and learners do what you just said, Leo, they can use these skills and techniques to learn how to use English to talk about philosophy. They can Mm -hmm. learn how to um, have a discussion about football in English by using these skills. So, so again, it's not so much about, memorizing a particular set of language rules rather it's about finding strategies that you can put in your system to learn faster yes
0: Yes. and once you have a system built in place then you can optimize you can make adjustments you can say you know what i don't enjoy reading one page anymore i want to read two pages now but you can read two pages if you don't systematize the one page a day Right. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about the last um, of the C's, but not the last of the series yet, because we're still on number (laughs) five. Okay. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
1: I've studied English on my own and in a classroom for years, but felt like I wasn't improving. I didn't really know how to learn Then I found the Learn Your English Online Student Membership. My name is Azat and I am an LYE member. This membership is for people who are passionate about learning English in their own way. These are not classes. This is learning outside of the classroom, replacing textbooks with other students in a safe space. We learn by participating in activities just for us effective and fun head over to the learn your english website for all the details that is learnyourenglish.com. ready to take control of your learning join me today in the learn your english student community
2: hi guys my name is ethan from korea you are listening to teacher talking time and the learn your english podcast 안녕하세요 제 이름은 에단이고요. 물론 한국인입니다 지금 여러분은 teacher talking time the
0: learn your english podcast를 듣고 계십니다 All right, we're back here with the cult of learning, and we are talking about the seven C's of learning, or actually not learning, I should say. It should be the seven C's of, of setting clear learning goals. So just to recap a little bit here, we've talked about the third C, which is concentration, having a focused concentration on what it takes to reach that goal that you have. And then we looked at the fourth C, which is the consistency. As Mike said, being stubborn, being stubborn in your consistency in pursuing that goal that you have. And Mike, we're getting to the last C of today, of this episode, because we still have two more C's after this. That's right, folks. Yep. And this one is commitment. Scary word.
2: (laughs) Scary, scary scary word. Um, So let's look at that word. And actually, I think... I think that that really for for us this is um, this is a big one um, and and basically commitment is what we're we're really talking about is is an emotion when you mm. think about it isn't it it's it's yeah. uh, it's an emotion or a commitment um, in this case a commitment to the importance of what you are doing so mm-hmm. you are committed to uh, learning this language you are committed to uh, getting healthier and so on and I think mm-hmm. for for if we look at like what this word means for, for me and for us, Leo, I think we we often think of commitment as a promise, right? Mm, So we have, we have a commitment to teaching and learning, Mm -hmm. right? We have a commitment to um, providing quality lessons and a quality podcast. Mm -hmm. So this is a promise we've made to, to ourselves and to our students, Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we think about the verb, you know, we're, we're, we are um, committed to to doing these things right mm-hmm. so we have committed ourselves to providing these english courses we've committed ourselves to becoming the best teachers we can be and i think in terms of goal setting commitment is is really important because mm-hmm. again it's it's about this promise you have to achieving your goal.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, as you were speaking, I was just thinking about the word commitment and how it applies to life. And when you make a commitment, you're basically telling yourself. So you're having this internal dialogue that you're basically, as you said, Mike, you're promising yourself that you're mm-hmm. going to dedicate yourself to something. It could be to a person like is in, a, is in a marriage or in a, a, a relationship. Oh, yes. that's a tough one. That's a commitment as well, oh, that's right? a commitment. <laughs> but I, I think for us, is a commit, our commitment is a cause. And our cause is we want to change the way people learn. We want people to become more autonomous in their learning and that's our our cause. We want to make learning a foreign language accessible so people who don't have the financial means to learn a foreign language can still, with $5, can still have access to lessons for the rest of their lives, and that is our commitment. But Mike, here's an important thing that I think you forgot to mention. Before you make a commitment, you have to think carefully. Why? Because a commitment, obligates you to do something
2: that's a great point
0: yeah yeah
2: and i think that that um your example of of checking off every time that you exercise is Mm. speaks to that right right that you are you have decided in your mind that you will do this activity and Mm -hmm. you will also hold yourself accountable by also checking off every time you've done and this this to talk about promises this helps us keep our promise right we can Mm -hmm. keep our promise to ourselves we can keep our promise to our loved ones if we're doing something to help them um but you're right leo it's a it's a it's a a very rational decision that Mm -hmm. we're making
0: yeah it completely ignores feelings it ignores passions this is why to me commitment has this this rational aspect mm-hmm. but it's 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 just the head what about the heart and i think um james clear who wrote atomic habits which is a book that i strongly recommend to anyone out there he has very important thoughts on this because he said that the purpose of goal setting is to win the game but you have to ask yourself What kind of game are you playing? Is it the long game or is it the short game? I think one of the reasons why a lot of people, and this is interesting research, Mike, a lot Mm -hmm. of people who lose a lot of weight are more likely to put on that weight back. Why? Because to them, the goal is to lose 30 pounds. The goal is not to be a healthy person person and uh, i think this changing mindset is really important it's the same thing with learning a language is your goal your goal to to graduate or is it your goal to be a lifelong learner yeah that's a really good
2: point because if you think about people who have maintained weight loss or have mean, maintained a healthy lifestyle that has been the goal right it's been mm-hmm. this endless pursuit this endless drive to just be healthy, or to to live a healthier lifestyle. So in that case, um, the short game is maybe losing ten pounds. The long game is becoming this healthier person, or being the healthiest person you can be, uh-huh. regardless of the situation. Right. That's the adaptation taking part. Right.
0: And and the commitment is the action that you are mm-hmm. you are going to take every day, because every action that you take, I think that it's almost like a vote. For the type of person that you wish to become. Like you so said, how can Mike, we relate
2: this to language learning then? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point. Because if you tell yourself, I am the kind of person who writes every day, or I want to become a better writer in English, then all you have to do is write every day. And writing is free.
2: <laughs> so that's the conception. So right. now we see the connection here. Yes. Right? We have a yes. clear concept of who we want to be. Um, we have the confidence that we can mm. can achieve that, and then we we add we add um, some concentration through system yeah. building, and then through consistently doing that, we 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 start to become this better learner, yeah. and then over time through our commitment, we we get there in the long run. Yeah, yeah it's it's interesting because like it's hard to it's hard to connect some you know um, information about maybe losing weight to language learning but in actuality they're quite
0: similar they are yeah. they are it's the system mike it's this idea if you don't build a system you're never going to continue playing the long game and right. playing the long game or this long term thinking is goalless thinking because you're not thinking i want to finish level 8 the goal mm-hmm. is i want to be able to be the kind of person who is able to communicate comfortably in the language. Yeah. It's not that one single accomplishment that is gonna get you there. It's okay, so your goal is to pass level eight. What happens after you you get to the level? What's next? What do you look forward to? Right? Mm-hmm. Um so this is what you said we want this this cycle of endless right. we want this refinement improvement improvement slowly but steady right and that oh, is like your that. commitment. Yeah. That is your commitment. You commit to the process that will eventually determine your progress.
2: Yeah, and I think that you also need to find a way to incorporate you know, passion in, into your life, right, Leo? Like mm-hmm. you have to make this a, something that you enjoy. You have mm-hmm. to almost thrive or, or love the process,
0: right? That's the biggest challenge for a lot of people is how can I enjoy the process? Because we live in a society where gratification, instant gratification is a big thing. Like. Yes, it's likes, it's (laughs) comments. And it's like, can you actually do something without thinking about anything, any return, immediate returns? Because when we think about the return of investment in the long term, I think you're going to start seeing results. I think this idea, I think what the reason why people sell these promises that you can be fluent in three months is because it really taps into that emotional mm-hmm. aspect of, of people's dreams.
2: So I guess that's probably one key is then finding a way to incorporate passion into the process. Any mm-hmm. other kind of key takeaways we might want to?
0: And communicate that to people around you. That's Um, a good point. I find that when I tell everyone that I'm a runner, I'm already, I mean, I have to practice what I preach. And I find that if the stakes are high, if you tell people that you are the kind of person who who runs, but then I actually don't go out and I don't do my run or I don't go for my runs, then like, what kind of commitment is this?
2: You're the type of person who, I don't want to say any bad words, but yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, practice what you preach. That's it. And and I like your idea of communicating the passion because that's also accountability,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
2: People will see if you are practicing what you preach or
0: not. And if you think about what we do with, with Learn Your English, our commitment is to record a podcast for teachers and for learners every month. It's to it's to um, to engage in our teacher membership every day, every month, to post lessons every week, and I find that if you belong to a community like our community, where the mentality for all of us is to improve, you will improve because people are attracted to people who care.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I and just to remind everyone that. The Learn Your English, school of learning is for everyone, and really, that's its whole purpose is to create a sense of community, because oftentimes, if you're surrounded by people with the same goals, you're more likely to achieve those goals. Absolutely, and, uh, and we're committed to you, so mm-hmm. uh, so please make sure that you sign up for that.
0: Yeah, I think we're done for today, Mike. Let's just do a little recap here, just to make sure everyone remembers we are on. We've just achieved our top five C. So we still have two left. That's going to be in August. We're committed to
2: getting there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) So the first one, you need to have a very clear conception of what you want, a very clear vision. You need to have confidence that you can actually attain that goal. And then today we looked at the concentration. Where's my energy? I have to put in the reps. And then of course, the consistency you have, you have to, to show up you have oh i like that you have to show up i just show up every day even if you show up for five minutes that's better than not showing up because that shows your consistency and finally mike this commitment it could be an emotional yeah. commitment right Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. and that's it so don't forget it, folks yeah. don't forget to download the ebook Um, The Three Myths of of Language Learning, available on our website. So if you just go to www.learnyourenglish.net, you should be able to click there and download our ebook. We also have a listening course coming up, but we won't be talking much about that. And if you want, the School of Learning is going to be available when, Mike?
2: It's going to be available in July, so it'll be available this month and... We would love for you to sign up. I'd, I'd actually recommend going back to what we said about community. Mm. I think, Leo, most of the, the members who are having the most success and, and enjoying the membership the most are those who have signed up with a friend or a group of friends because they're going through the lessons together and then they're they're attending the live sessions and, and having a great time by having their questions uh, addressed by us. And yeah. it's a great way for us to connect. Uh, also we are looking forward to launching some what we're calling quick fixes because we know many of you just have these one-off questions about how to do this in english or how to improve this aspect for the ielts test for example so we're going to be releasing some quick fixes that you can download for a very low price and uh, really focus on those skills and if you ever have any ideas or uh questions about english you would like us to design lessons uh about please just send us an email at info at com, and we will add it to the the learn your english school of learning um, online classroom space or we will create it and make it into a quick fix so Basically, again, it's just, it's about community, and we can only build that community by getting your engagement. So please let us know what you want.
0: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mike, and I'll see you uh, on our next podcast to talk about the last two Cs. Yes. All Thank right. you, everyone. Take, see you take then. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Teacher Talking Time, brought to you by Learn Your English ready to take control of your education? You're in the right place. Teaching, professional development, learning. Expand your world with Learn Your English.